A very warm welcome to the Michael McCarthy plan on Altrina Station. Today we have Michael and we're going to be talking about Homestead and why he got involved in it and how he decided to bring up his children in a holistic lifestyle and get away from what was the new norm in our society. Okay, thank you very much and a very warm welcome. Subscribe, subscribe everybody to this station. We're going to try and grow and grow it. Okay, thanks. Very warm welcome. How are you, Michael, today? All is well, Paul. Having a great day. And, uh, yeah, so the weather's perfect for gardening. Uh, not raining. A uh, little bit overcast. And, uh, yeah, planting garlic and uh, harvesting lots of kale. Where did it all start that you'd get this idea and then bring us up to the planting part. So why did you start? Did you kind of think that you wanted this holistic lifestyle for yourself and your children? Or what stage in your life did this come about? Well, I've always been gardening. I was gardening as a, as a teenager before I joined the army. But survival and, and prepping, I think I got more into that when I was in, in America. And, you know, I lived there for, for 10 years. Um, and I remember living on in Arizona on the edge of a Mormon community, and I had some fellowship with the Mormons, uh, not not a, a cult that I would recommend, but certainly when it comes to raising strong families and being self-sufficient, they're very good at it. So all Mormon households um, are good at prepping and, and, and growing food, and it's just that most Mormon households have a year or two of stuff stashed away in a room um, that they manage very well and rotate, that they have enough for the whole family, you know, depending on the size of the family, so that they, if everything closed down in America, the Mormons would be fine. They just have light bulbs and matches and all the kind of food they need, lots of ammunition, and uh, they're a very tight community. And so I came back to my ancestral homelands, uh, you know, 10 years ago, um, and both my children were born here. Uh, I guess I've just always been about, you know, have a have a good garden as 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 much as as much space as you've got. You know, I've just got six raised beds and a and a you know a greenhouse, and I'm about to build two more this winter. And and hens. We used to have six goats, but that that all kind of ended um, when I, when I became a single parent. So, uh, but yeah, it's just a very very important thing. But just therapeutically as well, just being out, uh, you know, hands in the soil. Uh, is just is really good for us, um, and my children love it. You know, they're not they've you know never seen television, so we just um, spend a lot of time outdoors, if not in the garden, up the mountains, in the forests, and down at the beach. So I think it's I think it's just a normal lifestyle um, that we've been steered away from, and we're just um, relearning it. But I, I, it's it's essential, and we don't know what the future holds. But if you've got you know lots of food stored and, and you're growing lots of food. Um, you'll be more of more use to your neighbours, um, and obviously, you know, to, to your own family. So, tell us this time of year, what should people be doing? Should they be buying seeds, prepping the land? What exactly this time of year, as we're heading in, we are into? Well, certainly, start raking up all your leaves and throwing them on your compost because they're they're excellent for, for the compost. But but this time of year, you know, I, I'm I'm planting garlic and. Um, you know, a lot of um, radish as well being planted and winter winter greens. Uh, I'm harvesting a lot of kale at the moment, which is a, a real super green. Um, you know, ha- make sure you have kale every day in your salads and uh, or in, in your smoothie. Get yourself a Nutribullet, which they're really, really good. Um, 
yeah, just uh, you know, it's kind of a, a quiet time uh, in in the garden. I'll, I'll be, you know, once all the, I guess, round about maybe November, I'll start um, pruning all my you know fruit trees. I've got I've got six fruit trees, um, so I'll be pruning those, um, ready ready for next year. Um, but yeah, just just uh, you know, I'm not. I, I would recommend you know, I'm I'm no expert in gardening. I'm just, a, and I'll always be a beginner. Um, but the uh, I'd I'd highly recommend the the complete book of self sufficiency by uh, a Welshman, a man called John Seymour. He lived in Ireland for a while. Um, but yeah, that's an essential book for every Irish household. It's the complete book of self sufficiency by John Seymour. I think it's in its third edition now. Um, it's very, very good. It literally covers anything from growing food on a balcony all the way to a five-acre plot, and it takes you hold your hand through every season. Um, but it's you know you can teaches you how to um, generate your own power, um, you know alcohol, um, making your own beer, and just it's it's an essential book. It really, really is. And so that's what I would get. And also Irish seed savers um, up in County Clare. I've only visited them once, but they, they produce an excellent catalogue. They're really, really good people. And so they um, they collect seeds and sell every imaginable seed that grows really well in Ireland and a lot of heirloom varieties um, and all organically produced. So I would just say, yeah, get that book, The Complete Book of Self-Sufficiency, and start up a relationship with Irish seed savers up in Clare and and, and get on with it. There's it's It's all there, but start doing it, even if you live in... In town, you know, you can grow um, a couple of pla- potato plants in a in a you know a big five-gallon bucket. Um, you can produce a lot of food in a very small space, and we, you know, in, in six raised beds and um, and the fruit trees, and I've got fruit bushes. I mean, only half of my garden is set aside for production with the greenhouse and and the uh, the chicken run and everything. Um, so you know, we've got a a, a nice-sized garden. Um, maybe, maybe it's just an average size garden, but you can really make good use of it. Um, but yeah, just do it. Don't, don't just talk about it. Um, do it. And, uh, because we, we don't know what's on its way. Um, but we are being engineered into something and, um, and I'm an Irish nationalist, um, but I'm a nationalist for all peoples of the world, but of course, primarily my own. And I think nationalism, um, you know, for all peoples of the world, protected by all peoples of the world, is the key to world peace and the key to a clean environment. And, uh, yeah, so we're rebuilding Irish civilization, and hopefully, you know, our project will be a, a light to all nations of the world. There's so much on on self-sufficiency, um, but that's the best book I could find, and, and I think a lot of people would agree with me. Um, but and, and you learn as you go along. You learn so much. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, but, you know, YouTube, you can, yeah, I'd just rather be outdoors. I mean, YouTube is very useful, um, and I do use it, and, and I have learned from it, and I, you know, I comment on some of the channels that I, that I lean towards, um, but I, I'd, I'd say, yeah, just when it comes to gardening, it's more about doing than, than, than reading, because you will learn a lot as you go, but it's nice to have a couple of books on the shelf that really help you. And Irish seed savers are great because they really do let you know, you know, what you should be, you know, planting now and preparing for, um, and and also storing the stuff as well. Because when you do grow your own food, you you tend to have an abundance of things, and if you can't gift them to your neighbours, often the neighbours don't want the stuff. But I, I 
particularly with t- tomatoes and and um, yeah, it's just a whole a lot of stuff, onions that you can just preserve and you can pickle. And the Amish Mennonites are very good at that. So I, I have some fellowship with the Amish Mennonites in uh, in the sunny southeast here. So they're if you go into their kitchens, I mean they're just really good at canning and preserving um, any any kind of abundant crop, um, so that you can have all these. Um, summertime crops, you know, throughout the winter. So you save save a lot of money that way. You know, making your own chutney and making your own jams. I mean, we make a lot of jam, um, enough to not only, you know, for the whole year, but also it, it just makes great gifts as well. And um, and I don't drink alcohol, but but you know, making slow gin is a, is always a welcome gift. And there's such, just so much in the hedgerows in, in Ireland, um, and just so many. It's a lot of greens you can eat. I mean, dandelion leaves are such a powerful food. And then dig up dandelions this time of the year, and you can make dandelion. You know, just um, dry it in the oven if you don't have a dehydrator, and uh, make your own. Um, you know, dandelion coffee. Uh, yeah, just just abundance of food, and all of that stuff is actually covered in in John Seymour's book. So um, yeah, it's just a great adventure, and of course, the children love it. The name of the book is called The Complete Book of Self-Sufficiency and by John Seymour. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really cheap. They've just got, there's another edition out on, I've only got the first two editions, but, but the, the, the third one's out now, um, which I'm going to get a copy of. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. And, it's very, and also it's just full of beautiful artwork. Um, so it's just very inspiring. When, when you get it, you think, oh, I've got to start gardening. Um, and, you know, it's not more than uh, an hour's work a day just maintaining your garden um but you've just got to do a bit each day and that's kind of part of your prayer life really it's just to be out in the garden and, and do it every day it doesn't matter rain or shine there's always something to do and um you know it's good to have a, a few basic tools but you don't need much um yeah and you do it all on a low budget and i think if you're also spending you know maybe 10 to 15 euros a week um just storing up, you know, rice and, and beans, cans of beans and dried beans and and slowly working that and set aside of, uh, you know, just pick a, a, a room somewhere sort of out of, uh, you know, a cool room or a corner of a, a cool room um, downstairs because the, the, the heat rises and it certainly in the winter I've just got my stove going so that the upstairs of my house is very warm. But um, and one stove heats our whole house. So it's nice to have a, a kind of a, a cool, dark space to um, to store all your, you know, your, um, yeah, your your food supply, which then you rotate throughout the year as well. So and you know your, your pasta, just a lot of dried stuff, uh, and 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 get that going. The, and the Mormons are really good at it, but there's loads of other people on, who are experts at, at, uh, at prepping, and it's definitely um, becoming quite fashionable. I, I know in America. They'll more than likely make it illegal actually to store food. Who knows what they're up to? But um, but yeah, storing seeds and storing food and and but throw in you know ten fifteen euros a week just to buy you know to buy this stuff and uh, eventually you know just over, over a few months you'll be amazed how much food you've accumulated. And then when you are a bit broke, you know, and you can't quite afford a full weekly shop, um, you can you can you know go to your store and um. So it's nice to know that, you know, if you did suddenly run out of money for whatever reason, um, you know, you're really a bit short because you had some, uh, you know, big bill, um, you know, a car repair or, or, or whatever, um, you know, you've got your store stumped. Um, 
well, we call it store stump because there's that wonderful children's series, Brambley Hedge, so which is it's a good good tales as well. So yeah, the Brambley Hedge book, book books are really good for children, um, but they 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 they're, they're preppers as well. So yeah, if you want to know how to be a prepper and a gardener, just um, yeah, read those stories to your children. <laughs> so, well, before they were born, I guess we we had um we had goats and we had a couple of acres up in the up in the hills. Um, yeah, and then my son, uh, my daughter was born first. Um, so yeah, we were you know so they were just born into it. You know, they were my son when. You know, when I became a single parent, my son was six months old and my daughter was two and a half. So I'd have my son on my back and my daughter by my side because, you know, you can't leave them on their own at that age. And um, and I'd be milking goats twice a day. And so they were, you know, yeah, so they were, they've been around it right, right from the very beginning, really. Um, and to inspire them, you know, there are some good YouTube channels with families um, and small children and that's that's good because then then the children not that my children need it but for beginners you know when you see other children you know all over the world um there's youtube channels and there's lots of little children um and obviously really happy you know digging up soil and and harvesting food um and having a lot of fun and so that that helps you know if your children aren't aren't used to such a lifestyle it, it's just very um it's very appealing and it, and it's and very seductive so the they're, they're more likely to embrace it when they see that it's quite normal for other families. And are your children involved in cooking as well? Do you get them involved in cooking? Oh yeah, that's that, that, yeah. Or at least you know, ch- chopping. My my daughter's cooking now, um, but my son, yeah, they they just they like to, yeah, make their own. And plus, we go camping a lot, so you know, we're used to. Um, we got you know, got a rocket stove. And we've got a rocket stove in the garden, which you can build with bricks. Um, I think it's 21 bricks. Build a beautiful stove just with house bricks that you buy from, you know, from the hardware store. Um, yeah, if you go, there's there's loads of, yeah, just put in um, brick rocket stove into YouTube. And there's, you know, Russians and Asians and Europeans building brick, many versions of the rocket stove. But mine's just made of brick. You don't need any... Um, mortar you just pile these bricks on top of one another in it and create this sort of this box and um and yeah it's incredible the amount of it's really really efficient i mean it's, it'll boil a, a, a pan of water um as quick as you would if you if it was on the gas you know and uh, and you just and that's just using twigs and so you know throughout the winter we'll um we'll use the rocket stove rather than the electric here and uh you know just make up a whole meal um using twigs just twigs that you collect from the forest um so always have a, a big pile of twigs somewhere in the garden um put a cover over the top of it so you've always got dry wood not only for just starting your own stove but for for feeding the, the rocket stove but a rocket stove is brilliant um and then we use a, a small metal rocket stove when we go camping um but yeah getting out camping and yeah, yeah it's you know camping's so affordable now you can buy brilliant tents i mean you know, really, really good family tents for, you know, 100 euros. Um, and, and we, I mean, we've had, I think we're on our third tent now because as my children got bigger, we, we, you know, we now have a, a, a six-person tent, I suppose, um, which cost us 99 euros. And it's we've had it for four years, and it's been in some horrendous storms 
um, out in um, Cork um, and um, in Connemara. I mean, really, really powerful winds, and it, it's, it's, the, the tent's as good as new. So, yeah, getting out there, going camping is excellent and, uh, and essential for, for a child's, um, you know, foundational years, I would say. So are you prepping now and getting organised for Christmas and what should people be doing now for Christmas? What should they be thinking about? and Should they be pickling now and all sorts of stuff? What should they be doing? All your, all your summer fruits. And, uh, yeah, all your, your cucumbers. And yeah, there's just so, yeah, pickles are, are great because that, that'll get you through through the winter. Um, you know, there's so many good recipes online for, um, you know, for ploughman's pickle. Um, but yes, yeah, whatever you got in abundance, and even you, if you haven't grown any food, you know, just go and buy this stuff. You know, go and buy food and start jarring and and, and making your own pickles and preserving. Um, I mean, you can preserve eggs. You can, you know, preserve, you know, all you know, all, all sorts of food. Um, you know, cucumbers and aubergines. Um, yeah, just whatever. And so, if even if you, if you haven't grown any this year. Just go and buy the stuff, I and mean, if you can get, you know, a good organic supplier. Um, but yeah, food that's grown in Ireland, um, and just yeah, start, you know, to, you know, just just make a, your own um, your plowman's pickle, make your own version of it, and and your jams. I mean, out my, you know, the jams that we we picked for the, the fruit for, and although this year wasn't actually very good for fruit and uh, for soft fruit, but it's you know where we live, there's, there's blackberries all over the place. Um, but it wasn't the best of years. But if you if you you can make pots of jam with um, you know my jams only twenty percent sugar. Most jams, commercial jams, are like fifty percent sugar. So mine's yeah, and so it really really tastes very very fruity. And um, and but once again, you don't if if you're not picking it, then just go and buy the stuff you know, from the supermarkets and make your own jam. And uh, it's vastly superior to to anything you're ever going to buy. From a commercial producer because it's got so little sugar. Um, my jam, um, yeah, just put it in over a, a sort of mid mid high heat, I guess, and just you know weigh it out. And I, I just whatever whatever you put in there, um, I just um, add twenty um, percent of it will be sugar. So you know it's that, that's all you do. Whatever whatever you pour into the uh, the pot, you you throw you you I. I use jamming sugar, um, although I've used other sugar as well. But yeah, just you can use jamming sugar, um, and it's just yeah, twenty percent. That's that's the way I used twenty percent of sugar and eighty percent of fruit, just over a, a, a kind of a medium heat, and um, let it wait till it starts simmering, and then you know turn it down a little bit, and it just simmers away. And you don't want to simmer it away till it's you know all the liquids burned off. Um, but you'll 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 know the right consistency. But it, it seems to simmer away for about half an hour, um, and then um, yeah, I, I sterilise the, the the jars, um, you know, with, with boiling water, um, and then drain them on the draining board, and then um, and then pour the the uh, the the, um, the jam into it right up to the very top, um, and then I, then I put the lid on. And there's more than likely jam makers who are going mad that you, you shouldn't do it that way. But that's how I've done it, and I've done it that way, um, I guess, ever since I've been making jam. But I was making jam when I was a boy, so um, that's just my, my, my method. Some people say you put a, a bit of butter in it, and 
I put cloves in as well. Um, well, I do apples. I make a lovely apple jam, um, and I put cl some cloves in that. Not all of it, but some cloves, and that's a nice Christmassy kind of flavour. Um, but yeah, you just got to do it. Once again, you know, I've, I've got three apple trees and a cherry tree and a plum tree um, and a pear tree, um, and they're you know they all produce a lot of food. Um, but even if you don't have those, just go and go and buy them. You know. Um, and, and, and make your own jams that way. So that's why I'd say if, you, if you're not gardening right now, just learn about preserving food, um, and that that will really get you going. You know, um, and yeah, it just that's yeah. If you if you if you're not quite keen on gardening, then at least um, start preserving food and making your own chutneys, and uh, and, and and making your own jam so that you have a a, a shelf in the in in the, in the larder or you know, in, in, um, in your store. Yeah. It's, it's just really good. And children get really, really quite excited by the, um, by the idea of, you know, churning out their own food. It's just really important. Well, you know, having compost is important. So that's why I said with the leaf this time of the year, I'm raking up all my leaves. I mean, you know, they're just beginning to fall now, but I don't, I try not to let a, a leaf go to waste. So I, I throw my, um, leads onto well, I've you know three piles of compost so it will take um yeah I just I mean I compost all our waste I mean you, we uh, we only have about a, one bag of rubbish a week um so we pretty much eat everything and, and all my cuttings um just everything goes into the compost but not not animal stuff you know not meat or you know, leftovers from meat but anything that's you know raw cuttings as I'm, I'm peeling and um, that all gets thrown in and um, any kind of rotten apples that fall and we haven't picked up, they just get thrown in the compost. So that, that compost takes kind of a year to break down. And then, so last year's compost um, gets gets put on the, onto each bed. So, so my, and, and also I, I use, um, you know, I get some, um, some cow manure from a local farmer and kind of mix that in every year as well. Uh, well, so you know, keeping your soil, soil really uh, alive is, is, is so important. You're replenishing it and rotating your crops as well, so you're not always growing the same thing in each bed. Um, that's really important. Um, but yeah, just you know, weeding. I mean, so you do a bit of weeding nearly every day. You're always going around each bed and and um, and you know, tidying up the bed. So it's just the the, the the, the, you know, the crop is growing um, so that's what I do um, I'm, I'm kind of a, a beginner at this I'm not really I mean my primary focus is the um, is is you know I'm a, I'm a human rights activist and I'm a, and I'm a peace activist so that that, that would be my primary um, focus I guess but, but part of that um, human rights activism and and and, um, and peace activism is is learning how to you know take care of your your body, you know, be, become your own healthcare expert, and um, and and produce your own food, and, and learn about carpentry and and you know other life skills that are essential when it comes to you know taking care of your family and taking care of your nation. But my my, my focus wouldn't be gardening, so that's why I'm somewhat resistant in, in being a teacher because I'm I'm really just a student. Um, but there are master gardeners out there, both men and women. Oh, another really good group as well that I have some fellowship with is called um, the GIY Grow, Grow It Yourself movement in Ireland, 
which is now going global. So it's uh, yet another great contribution that our people have made to the world is this um, group called GIY. It's just growing itself. And so they've got chapters all over the country and now they're going global as well. And they've, um, they're really, really good people. Um, and they have a, a place just near us and by, by the city of Waterford. So, you know, I pop into them a few times a year, but they're really good folk as well. So along with Irish Seed Savers and the GIY, um, they produce really, really good books. Um, and, you know, they're very clever people who've, um, who've, you know, put together publishing and to really help. So they're really there to help you. Um, so I would not listen to me, but steer everyone towards those Irish um, institutions, Irish Seed Savers and the GIY, you know, Grow It Self movement. You know, they've got websites, um, but just Google them and grab, well, they, they, I, I like the, the self-sufficiency book because by John Seymour because it covers you know kind of a, a, a very small garden literally like a you know you know just like the size of a balcony in, in a flat somewhere in the city or or a small uh, a very small garden or an allotment or a half acre or one acre or five acre site so he really breaks it down he takes you through every every week and you know every season um, what you should be doing what you should be prepping. Um, and not just the garden, but also carpentry and and uh, electric, you know, generating your own power with wind power, solar power, and um, yeah, just just uh, there's a lot in there. Um, so that's kind of a, a one-stop shopping book, you know. But the but our own institutions, and eventually, kind of, you know, I'm hoping you know some of the nationalists I I collaborate with, eventually we will have um, an institution. In this country, you know, a ministry of self-sufficiency, um, and I, I think we really need that um, for all sorts of reasons. But I, I think Ireland will will, will have that, um, so that we can will have a minister of prepping and self-sufficiency. <laughs> so, um, it's really, really important. May, um, not even mice. I mean, we do. I don't have a cat, and but I think cats do visit our garden. Um, you know, maybe throughout the day or. You know, I, I do see them kind of jump, jump over the wall, and so maybe cats take care. If there are any mice, maybe the cats take care of them. But um, but yeah, we've had no no problem with rats. So um, yeah, I, I would um, I would Google that what what to do with rats. But I guess having a cat would um, would 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 be a good idea. I'm not really a cat person. Um, I mean, um, but you know, I love cats, but I, I just want you know want to take care of one. But um. And I, I don't have a dog. I mean, my, 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 my plate is full with you know, raising two young children. I mean, they, 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 they would like me to have a dog, but um, but yeah, we, uh, I, I won't be getting a dog. But uh, I, I just find your know, hens would be more, more useful, really. Three hens um, produce a lot of eggs. Ducks, I haven't got ducks, so I, I was looking at maybe getting ducks because ducks produce eggs all through the winter. Um, but they're, um, and plus they're really good at e eating slugs if you have a problem with slugs. Um, so ducks are very good at that. They won't touch the food, whereas hens do. You've got to keep hens away from your raised beds because they'll eat all the food. Um, but ducks won't. So ducks are quite garden friendly and they're, they're very good at getting rid of all the slugs. So they'll go through the raised beds just looking for slugs. Um, and their eggs are wonderful too. And, the, and they produce eggs throughout the year. But at the moment, it's just hens. So, 
and yeah, three hens is, is um, produce uh, produce a lot of eggs in, in one week. Hmm? Do you sell your eggs? No, no, we no, we don't sell anything. We give quite a bit of food away. Um, yeah, to yeah, because there's always abundance, um, and I won't let any of it go to waste. So um, our neighbours get get most of us, I suppose. And then when we go and visit friends, and we make our own bread as well. So that's always a good gift to give to people. Um, I mean, you, you can. We've got a bread machine. And they are very good, um, but I think you you make your own. You make better bread in in, in the oven yourself. Actually, I think. Um, but no, the bread machine is really good. Right, so I, I get I get really good use out of a bread machine, and that I would recommend. Yeah, definitely get a bread machine to start planting and prepping your garden if you haven't done, or as Michael said. Uh, why the stuff Rad- if you haven't got it Rad- organised? Radishes as well. Radishes as well. Very good. And so start getting organised for Christmas. So that, that's all good stuff and very informative stuff. Growing your garden. Um, And there's some books to look at. I think to start with. Okay, thank you so much on the McCarthy plan. Thank you. Right on. Well, that's it, everybody. Just, uh, just get gardening. Get gardening. It's so, so important. Start prepping. And, uh, and it's just a lot of fun and it'll make you very happy um, and you'll have lots of you know fond memories and of course your children uh, will become an inspiration um, to others as, as they grow up and so it's just you know each one teach one but we are naturally gardeners you know and because we, we've been kind of denied that over generations you could say we've been kind of you know socially engineered away from that um, we you know we are unhealthy in, in so many ways. But gardening really centers us and, and kind of brings us back to our, our, our true selves, I think. And, um, and, yeah, it's just a lot of joy. It's, it's really great to, to sit down and know that everything, you know, a big fine feast and know that everything on the table um, grew from your garden um, or from your hens or from, where, yeah, that's all I do. But if, if you've got a bit more space and having some goats and ducks would be really good. But, yeah, it's just really, and, and that often happens often in our house where we sit down and everything on the table was produced in the back garden okay that's great thank you everybody it's a book to you a command and a flag which behind you stand please put them away and let's come together to save the day you just like me together we're nature we're beautiful nature None of us are the chosen few We've been divided through and through Over thousands of years Shaped and fed by our fears of death It's an illusion Together with nature We're beautiful nature You, just like me Together with nature We're beautiful nature Seen death when governments lie Seen jungles burn in the sky I've seen a child die in the arms of a mother Starving to death of many brothers Bleeding in pain, I've seen sisters Doing the same and fathers Even now we're screaming at the sky Why, 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 why you? Just like me We've got to come together With beautiful nature Just like men, we've got to come together 
with beautiful nature We're free to have a deeper view Beyond divided through and through On this journey around the sun With all of life We are one, you Just like me We've got to come together With beautiful nature You Just like me Please come together With beautiful nature You Just like me We are together With beautiful nature